Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Mr. Crow stopped circling the gray house. Now he's just sitting there, on the roof, waiting. His wings folded away along the sides of his white BBU shirt. The red necktie fluttering in the wind. He looks like a very weird weather vane. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe. I'm not going to check, though. I'm hiding in the tall grass. I'm laying in exactly the same position like I've been doing for what must have been hours. It's getting dark. The sky is filling with stars. It's beautiful, the night sky. It always is out here. But to be honest, it's not enough to distract me. I'm cold and hungry, and I need the bathroom. Desert sucks. The days are scorching and the nights are freezing. Why did humans colonize this ecosystem at all? You know what kind of plants survive here? Cacti. You ever see one of those? really paid close attention to what kind of plant that is? Or horned toads? You ever see one of those? Evolution has to make things hard as rocks and covered in thorns to make it not die too fast out here. Desert sucks. I raise my head very slowly to be able to see the gray house's roof. The crow is still on top. He isn't sleeping because I can see his black eyes reflecting the moonlight. Just leave, man. I'm not here anymore. Please just fly back to Corvat and leave your car with all my stuff in the garage, please. 
Not sure how much longer I can hold out here. I lay back down and look at the cloudless night sky, the constellations. This universe is really testing me. It's hard to remember why I left Corvat right now. The sleeper station doesn't seem so bad anymore. There's food. It's not cold. If I hadn't have been so stupid and grabbed my backpack from the car before heading into the house, I would have had my Game Boy with me. I could have played some Temple of Sleep. I love that game. The whole world just disappears when I play TOS. I love it when the world disappears. Rodrigo used to bully me when I was playing on my Game Boy during lunch. Being a 30-something-year-old man. But I don't care. He's just jealous. He wants to play video games. He won't admit it to himself. <laughs> it's been another two hours or so. Something weird happened. Suddenly a bunch of searchlights appeared on the horizon. And I can hear music. Someone in the next town over is throwing some crazy party. Never really been to one of those parties. Unless you count being at my uncle's while him and his friends get high on cocaine and talk conspiracy theories. That sounds sad. It wasn't that sad. Just boring. Almost as boring as laying in this garden, thinking about how boring my drug mule uncle's parties were. It's been another hour, I think. I'm trying to stay awake. I'm not sure if I should fall asleep. I'm really cold. I can barely keep myself from shivering. The crow is still right there, so I have to stick it out a bit longer. Why does this guy care so much about me? His car is right there. I start concentrating on the beeps. I mean, there are no actual beeps, but I imagine them. This is what I used to do when working the sleeper station, especially on double shifts. I would kind of hypnotize myself while focusing on the sizzling burgers and the beeps. If you don't find a way to make the world around you disappear while waiting for the beeps for 16 hours, you will start stabbing people with your spatula. You have to try and sink into yourself, into your own mind. I'm going to sound like a crazy person while I explain this, but I'm just sharing the truth. Usually it took me about half an hour before muscle memory kicked in. First I had to think to myself, that was the beep, now move your arm. And I would flip the burgers one by one, you know, consciously. But after half an hour, something else takes over. You don't have to think about flipping the burgers anymore, or the beeps. You can just think about other stuff. And some part of your brain does the flipping. Maybe your lizard brain, or whatever it's called. It's a name I read somewhere. I read about how the inner parts of our brain are also the oldest parts. The basic system that runs on instinct and impulse, and breathes and reacts on its own without you being aware. That's the part of your brain that's been there for thousands of years, maybe even longer. Like a sun, it's at the center. And around the sun, evolution, 
or God or whatever you want to call it, slowly built this whole constellation of advanced gray matter and neurons and nerve connections and all the different parts that work together to become a conscious being. The human brain. The miracle of the universe. And we take that miracle and put it in a cubicle and make it fill out HR forms. We override it with a perfect balance of salt and sugar in the shape of a hamburger, even though we know what happens in the long run. We make it flip meat to the rhythm of a circuit board. And the only way to survive that boring task is to let the oldest part of the brain take over and do the work so you can travel the constellations. You have to let your muscle memory take over so you can just float away into outer space or inner space. It's not as hard or weird as it maybe sounds. When I play Temple of Sleep on my Game Boy, I can feel that primal system coming more alive, working together with my consciousness. There's these repetitive tasks you have to keep doing while playing the game. Like you have to find food or... Wait, let me explain the game properly. So, TOS is a pretty hardcore survival game. It's really difficult, but that's why I love it. If you start a new game, you wake up somewhere in the world. I think it's random, but I'm not sure. My first time, I woke up in the middle of a highway. Another time, in a kind of rainforest. It can be anything. Someone wrote on a forum that they woke up in a space station on the moon, but I think he or she or they made that up. You wake up somewhere and you have nothing. No weapon, no food, nothing to drink, and there's no tutorial or instructions on the controls. There's no hints on what to do. So, the first couple times, you just wander around the world a bit and die pretty quickly. There's no way to save your progress, so you start over in another random spot. Most people stop there. Game over. After dying a couple of times, the game has a rare moment of mercy, and it just says, Find a temple of sleep to survive. Find a temple of sleep to survive. So, the point is to hold out until you find one of the old stone temples that are hidden throughout the world. If you enter one, you get the option to log out without losing progress. Your character can sleep safely in one of those structures. And you can get back to your real life. But if you stop the game outside of a sleep temple, you'll start all over next time. There's parts of the world filled with temples. So there's lots of opportunities to stop and save the game. But there's also places that take hours of traveling between temples. And some are hidden, so you might overlook them. There's a weird sound that tells you a temple is close, but sometimes they're still impossible to find. You can imagine the stress. If you have to leave for work, and you don't want to lose hours of progress, but there's no temple. While traveling, you can run into raiders that you need to kill with weapons you've built. You have to find food and water before you die of dehydration or hunger. It's a very hard game. There's no way of knowing how far the next temple will be. So some players never leave certain parts of the world. But there's hardcore gamers like me that try and explore unknown regions, running the risk of losing all of your progress. In the game, I made one of my best friends, actually. His in-game name was Kevin26 and we traveled for about six months together. 
logging in almost every day after work, fighting off wild animals and raiders. He was a really good shot. In those months, I used to arrive at work without having slept at all. Kim said I needed a 72-hour sleep in a shower. She said I smelled like a gamer. I was very tired all the time, but it was worth it. I met Kevin 26 in a forest. I was stalking a deer. I was very hungry. And then I saw a campfire. A fire means one of two things. There's a bunch of raiders there, or there's a new player who doesn't realize he or she's attracting a bunch of raiders. I decided to circle all the way around and check out the campsite from a small rock formation. When I looked down, there was this young guy with barely any gear on him sleeping next to a fire. That's a great way to get killed fast. In fact, the second I wanted to climb down to go warn him, I could hear twigs snapping. There were more people close. Probably raiders. We were probably both surrounded. Thanks a lot, random stupid guy. The only weapon I had was a simple bow. I took out my arrows and got ready. Hey, sleeper. Wake up. The crow is gone. Finally. I've been here all night. The sun is up. I can hear the town come back to life and the constellations are gone. The gray house roof is empty. There's just gray mold. See what I mean by sinking into yourself? That night feels like it flew by, right? No pun intended. Time just slipped away while dreaming about how the brain works and sleeper stations and now here we are. Not frozen to death, not bored to death. This is how I got through my days at BBU. By exploring my mind by traveling inward. I sit back up slowly. My back and my neck hurt from laying on the cold grass for so long. For a couple of minutes, I just sit there and let the morning sun warm my sore muscles. The warmth relaxes my nervous system. It tells my lizard brain that everything is okay. I can see the sliding glass door that I shattered last night. The bedstand is still laying there. There's green fumes escaping through the hole in the glass. I think the sunlight and the fresh air are evaporating all the mold inside the house, slowly. I should probably stay away from those fumes. Time to get up and grab my backpack from the car. I climb over the fence and circle the long way around the gray house. Mr. Crow really has left, but he did so in his car. The garage door is open and the car is gone. And so is my backpack with my food and my wallet and my ID and my Game Boy. I had a TOS game saved on there that I was working on for about 50 hours. I'd never survived that long before. I was trying to find Kevin 26 again. This sucks. How am I going to find some food and water without any money? I sure as hell am never going back into that house. I guess I'll have to wander back into happy, creepy Peopleville. I basically have the same mission now that I had while playing Temple of Sleep. Find food and water, then find shelter. 
don't die. There's no retry. I hear the Temple of Sleep theme tune in my head while I ponder the things I would do in the game to find food. Rob someone? Breaking and entering to steal something from a kitchen? Kill an animal? Look for rich people and beg them for help? Great options. Can't wait to try all of those. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.